Welcome to the Can Learn English podcast, the place to learn English for Canada. So grab your toque, button up that parka, and get ready to learn English for the great white north. Hey there, I'm Dana, and welcome to this episode of the Can Learn English podcast. This is your number one podcast to learn English for Canada. And my goal with this podcast is to help you reach an advanced level of English. And you can do this through listening. You can get the lesson notes and transcript for this podcast by becoming a Podcast Plus member. Now, members get unlimited access to transcripts, which you can use to dramatically improve your listening skills. You can build vocabulary and even improve your speaking. I explain how you can use the five-step method in episode number five. So if you want to listen to this episode, go to canlearnenglishpodcast.com forward slash 005 to listen. to the Can Learn English podcast. I'm your host, Dana, and on today's episode, I am joined by a special guest. Her name is Pamela Costa, and she is a Brazilian living in Toronto in Canada. So I thought it would be great to get her on and talk a little bit about her experiences there. She's a student, um, her experiences with learning English and even teaching English now that she's living in Canada. So Pamela, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's great to have you here. So let's hear a little bit about your background. You're from Brazil. Uh, where in Brazil yes. are you from? So I was born in Brazilian, but since my like I was eight years old, I was living in Luiz Eduardo Magalhães, Bahia. Mm-hmm. So and now you're in Toronto. Um, you are a student there in Toronto. Uh, what are you studying? So I'm taking a course, uh, International Business at Centennial College in Toronto, mm-hmm. Canada. Great. And you also teach English online? Yes, exactly. I have some classes online and I have some students on Skype as well. Good stuff. Good stuff. So Bahia, that is a very hot place in Brazil. You know, it's much, much cold or much, much warmer than Canada. Can you tell me maybe about like what your first experience was like with Canadian winter? How did that feel? Yeah, so the first experience with the winter was in 2013 when I came to Canada just for six months to study English. Uh, and was my first time seeing snowy, so was pretty pretty good. Um, was a good experience. Right now, I'm a little bit tired of the winter because it's too cold. <laughs> like today is minus ten, feels like minus twelve. Okay, Yikes. actually minus twenty. <laughs> yeah, February is always the coldest month. In well, at least in Ontario, where I'm from and where you're living, I I know February is like very dark and very cold. It's the hardest yeah. month. Yes, it is. Especially because difficult. I think it's the last month of, of the winter, and we are red, like we're tired of it. Yeah, like you just want the spring to come. And yes. I heard, I heard that the spring is going to come quickly this year in Ontario. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I hope so for you as well, because, uh, yeah, that that cold can be terrible. Yeah. Now, now when you came to study English in Canada, 
that's a common thing that a lot of people do. They'll go for, you know, um, you guys call it intercambio, right? Intercambio. Yes, so this exactly. is exchange. Um, what was that? Like, what was your English level like when you stepped off that plane for the first time in Toronto? How was your English? <laughs> so, as I said, the first time was in 2013. And I've already studied for four years in Brazil, I think so, in a like a, in a private school. Uh, but when I arrived here in Toronto, it was kind of, oh my God, I don't know how to speak English. <laughs> because the first, uh, the first time that I speak English outside from Brazil was here. And I started to talk with the person from the, the airport. And it was like, uh, she, like she asked a lot of things and I couldn't understand in that moment. Uh, and then she asked for a person who speaks Portuguese uh, translate to me. So, and then I could like understand something, but it was like really, really stressful for me. <laughs> I can but, imagine. And, uh, yes, exactly. So anyway, after a couple of months in Toronto, living in Toronto, uh, my English, she, get better um like after i think two months i i i I was able to talk to people without the embarrassed for myself (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yeah i think it was kind of it and the second like now the second time um, when i arrived here was kind of okay because i was um being a teacher in brazil already so it was kind of easy to talk to people Yeah, of course. I think you almost need maybe like a warm up before you uh, go through the border control, because I think it's like a little bit nervous, like you're a little bit nervous. And then they might be asking questions about, you know, using vocabulary you've never used, I can imagine. But that's great that they had someone to help you and that like, you know, they weren't unkind or didn't give you such a hard time. Uh, No, no, no. They were like really, really nice. Oh, very. <laughs> that's very, very good to hear. And so you started studying in, um, you know, in just a language school, and then you came back to study at Centennial College. All of your classes are now like 100% English. It's a regular college. Like how how was that? How did you prepare yourself to, you know, go to college in, in English and study fully? Yeah, so the when I arrived here was in 2017, one and a half year ago. Uh, I started to study at Greystone College. It was a private college here in Toronto. And in this college, I think uh, it prepares me to go to a public college. Mm-hmm. So it was good, the experience there, especially because of the English Um when I started to study at Centennial College, I didn't have a lot of problem with the English there, um, especially because I was like already almost one year here in Canada, in Toronto. Um, so, of course, I, I had some, some difficult with the, the, how can I say it in English, terminal knowledge. Is mm-hmm. like that terminology? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, for example, in marketing, uh, I I had my degree back home in business also, and now I'm taking international business. So, in marketing, I already see a lot of things back home, but right now I'm learning the the same stuff, but in English. 
So just the terminology for me is a little bit different, but uh, like for English, the normal English for me is okay. Yeah, very good. And what is the what is like the college life like there in in Canada? How does it compare to you know maybe college that you would study in Brazil? Do you find it to be completely different, or is it you know what's your experience like there? Uh, I think it's really different, especially because in Brazil. Uh, we well, like we do the things, a lot of stuffs in class. Here in the public college, you do a lot of stuffs at home. So we have a lot of homeworks and assignments to do. So I think this part is really different. And another thing is really different, especially for me, because my 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 university in Brazil back home was just part time. Here I'm studying full time, so I almost don't have time to like to work. <laughs> yeah, and full time for anybody who doesn't know in Canada is usually considered minimum 15 hours of class a week. But then, yes. what the rule we kind of go on, and when I was a student, I tried to adhere to this rule is that for every hour in class, you need to spend three hours at home. That's kind of how I... Yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly, because of the assignments, right? Yeah, because of assignments yes. and studying for tests and things. So y- yes. you might think, oh, 15 hours, I can get a job, I can no. do this. No, it's not <laughs> no. like that. <laughs> no, no, right? Because you need to be spending a lot of time, you know. Well, like, what are some places that you, you know, tend to do, you do your homework all at home or do you take advantage of the campus facilities and things? Uh, depends of the day. Um, right now in this semester, I have classes on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, Friday and Tuesday for me is free. Right now in this semester, last semester I had class like every day. And uh, I didn't mention it before, but I live two hours from the college. Uh, I'm living right now in Etobicoke here in Toronto, and the college is is in Escarbor. So it's two hours to go there to the college. Uh, So normally in my free days at college, I'm not going there because of two hours. So I study at home. Mm -hmm. But if I'm like I have classes and between those classes, I have one or two hours free. I study at college. Yeah, yeah. So that's two hours commuting, right? It's not, yes. uh, just so people know, Etobicoke, which is a hard one to say, um, <laughs> and Scarborough, another hard one to say, <laughs> yes. are in the in the GTA, the greater Toronto area. But yes, you. I'm assuming you have to get on a GO train and a bus and... Uh, not necessarily on the GO train, but I need to take a bus and after I need to take uh, a subway and then another bus to go. Okay. There. So it's yeah. really far as two hours community. What do you, how do you manage that? Do you, um, how do you keep saying during, do you listen to podcasts or audiobooks? <laughs> <laughs> so normally uh, um, if I have time and uh, like I can study, I study on the subway. My problem is to study in the bus. Like, I get sick if I yeah, yeah. the bus. <laughs> yeah, it's like yes. called uh, car sickness, right? You get yes. dizzy. Yeah. Yes, exactly. On the subway, I'm okay to study, but on the bus, it's like impossible for me. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah. But that is a, that's a, that's a long time, but it's, I'm sure it's manageable. And how many, yes. how many years do you have left of college? Is it one more year too? So this is my second semester. I have one more year after this. So it's two years program. Mm-hmm. Very good. That's, yeah. that's great. And what about um, when you first moved to Toronto, did you know anybody or did you have to make a whole new group of friends? How was that for you? So for the second time, I didn't know the people here. For the first time, I was living in Oakville in 2013. So I, I still knowing people from there. But here in Toronto was like a new experience. I met anyone that I met from there was new. So mm-hmm. I, I knew before no one from Toronto. Wow. And did you find it easy to make, like a lot of people I speak to want to make Canadian friends. They want to make friends with people that they can speak English with. Did you find yourself kind of more veering towards maybe other Brazilians living in the region or did you manage to find international friends, Canadian friends and things like that? So the first uh, college that I studied was a international, a private college. And there were a lot of Brazilian people, but I tried to avoid them. (laughs) I know this seems like really, really bad, but no, it's just because I was trying to like improve a lot my English. Uh, So I think if you get together with Brazilian, we like you will not improve your English as much as you can. So I had, of course, a Brazilian's friends, um, but I tried to make friends with international students. For example, I had a, a really good friend and she was from Korean. So oh, From Korea, cool. Yes, exactly. So we know that if we go together, we get out together, we go out together, we will not speak Portuguese. We, we need to speak uh, English because I don't know how to speak Korean and she didn't know how to speak Portuguese in that moment. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's kind of a great way to, I always recommend that to students as well. I say like, stay away from the people that are yes. from the same yeah. uh, language, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, I think it's a little bit hard to do, you know, but at the same time, like for me, uh, when I was living in Brazil, I was always okay at like at parties, people who could speak English would be very like wanting to talk to me. They'd want to practice and things like <laughs> yes. that. And I was teaching English. So I spoke a lot of English. Um, and then people who weren't so good in English just kind of avoided me because they thought, oh, she's going to judge me. And then the most talking I did was in Ubers of all places because um, the Uber drivers never spoke English. And if I wanted to tell them where I wanted to go or <laughs> make the, because you know, the traffic in Sao Paulo, you could be in an Uber for like yes, an hour. hours. <laughs> yeah. So I would always try and like talk with my Uber drivers as like a way for me to practice a little bit because uh, my Portuguese was not like an advanced enough to make friends really that didn't speak um, yes, any English, English because I was still practicing. But uh, it's a great strategy uh, to just practice general conversation, right? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, right now I'm studying uh, uh, public college and I think it's still a lot of Brazilians there. 
but we have like a lot of nations. So we have Indians, um, people from China, Japan, like if you want, you don't need to be a friend just with Brazilians. Like mm -hmm. it, this is my advisor actually, right? Uh, because like, Again, if you want to learn English, if you want to improve your English, you need to speak in English, not just in Portuguese. And we know that even if you say to your Brazilian friend, okay, today we will speak just in English, I think this is kind of impossible. Because we like some words that you don't know in English, you say in Portuguese anyway. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's good if you have a Brazilian friend and you, you want to try like just speak English. It's really difficult. Yeah, of course. And so you also teach English online. You have an Instagram account and things like that. What do you do with your, like, what is your teaching kind of strategy? Because I'm sure you take a lot of Brazilian students. Yes. Do you force them to only speak English with you or uh, how do you manage that in your lessons? Uh, for Depends of the level of the student, but if the person is like intermediary already I try to speak just in English because I think this will help them a lot if they are begin like really really begin they know nothing in English so probably I will explain make at least the explanation in Portuguese but I will try in a way to speak in English with them yeah I think that's that's like a great way to do it. I know when I was taking, I took online lessons um, with italki when I was learning Portuguese and I would try and find teachers that I that didn't speak English <laughs> because as soon as you can, you're right, as soon as you can start to speak your uh, native language, you kind of use it as a crutch, like as something to lean on instead yes. of just pushing ahead and uh, Like I had some pretty hilarious moments where maybe like I didn't understand too much or, um, you know, I had to get the teacher to type out what they were <laughs> saying. But I think it like worked a little bit better yes, than, yes. than having English as well, because, you know, I you just kind of start to revert back to that. And some teachers were very fluent in English, like if you were teaching me Portuguese, I would be like, we can't speak any English, not at all from the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Yeah. And I also just want to ask you a little bit about how you deal with maybe being homesick and, you know, missing things about Brazil. Um, you know, you're far away. Uh, how do you manage that? Like, um, what would be your tips for people that would be moving and, and are a little bit afraid of missing home um here in toronto we have a lot of places that you can go and have uh, real brazilian food uh feel in brazil we have the little community like there is a, a portuguese neighborhood and there they have a lot of um, brazilian food so about food i'm sure that you will not be homesick <laughs> mm -hmm. but of course like in the beginning especially because I was really close by my family so I think the most difficult part was this because I was far from there uh, uh, they were like oh my god why are you living there in Toronto so far that the place that we are not planning to go 
So I think the family and friends is the most difficult part for me. Absolutely. But I like you have places here in Toronto where you can go and have a Brazilian party with Brazilian songs. Uh, this is not the problem. We have a lot of restaurants that is like Brazilian food. So Churrasco, we have a lot also here in Toronto. Yeah. So I'm sure we will not miss the food here in Toronto. Yeah, I find that like there's Brazilians everywhere. I'm I live in Switzerland and I hear Brazilian Portuguese from time to time on the train. And like during the World Cup, there was a huge community and everybody got together to watch the soccer. Yes. And yeah, you almost felt like in a way you were in Brazil because like everybody around you uh, <laughs> was was speaking Portuguese. And I think that's really cool. I think like you have Brazilians everywhere and yes. The, yes. the food's pretty famous. So um, I, for, like for me on the flip side, right? Like to get Tim Hortons, you can't have. Um, no. <laughs> I bring maple syrup with me whenever I come home. I'll like buy a couple yeah, uh, yeah. tubs of bottles. Syrup, <laughs> bottles, yeah, to bring with me. And, you know, I craft dinner. I try and maybe put a few. Do you know craft dinner? Uh, what is this? It's like, um, oh, someone needs to give you some craft dinner. It's like you buy it in a box. It's like macaroni and cheese, but the sauce. Oh, I think, is okay. Like I think I, I tried. I tried. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. This reminds me of like being a kid. So I like okay. to try and get that and bring that home with me and just like some candy. But I mean, uh, we, I actually have a Canada store, like, a 20 minute drive from where I live. It's really crazy. Oh, it's in the nice. middle of like nowhere in Switzerland. And there's like a full Canada store with flags and wine and everything. So that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> a little bit random. And you can get, you can get poutine as well in Sao Paulo. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know there's, that. There's a poutine restaurant in Sao Paulo and I remember they were having some like Canada celebrations when I was living there as well it just happened to be a weekend I couldn't go but they so sometimes you get it but not not at the same level as, yes as yeah, Brazil as Brazil for sure well it was so great to talk to you can you tell um my the listeners where they if they want to follow you on Instagram and check out your life a little bit can I'll put it in with the uh, transcript, but just tell them what your uh, what your contacts are, maybe. Yeah, sure. So I have the Instagram and YouTube channel. If you guys want to follow and subscribe there, it's Pamela with double L, Costa, C-O-S-T-A, dot, ponto, in Portuguese. Yeah, Y-E-A-H. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. So yeah, if you want to check out Pamela's Instagram, see uh, and her YouTube and see what she's up to, you can follow her there. Thank you so much for uh, coming on. It's a pleasure to chat with you and about your experiences. Thank you. It's my pleasure. And if you want, again, we can do it. You can join the premium podcast membership to get access to all of the podcast transcripts by PDF and inside our membership site. And the best news is, is that you can get these transcripts for less than the price of a coffee and a donut.
you can get the membership for just $4.99 a month. So all you have to do is just skip one trip to your local coffee shop, make coffee at home, grab that cup of coffee and get new transcripts every week. Yes, weekly. The Can Learn English podcast is a weekly podcast. So with the membership, you get a minimum of four transcripts a month. You can go to canlearnenglishpodcast.com to learn how to join. That is canlearnenglishpodcast.com. And I am already looking forward to having you join us. Help support this free podcast by subscribing, liking, and sharing this podcast. Thanks as always for listening.